Hey, everyone, and welcome back to The Wildest Podcast. My name is Jandra Sutton, and this is Episode 3. If you're new to the podcast, we are so glad to have you here with us. Whether you need a dash of inspiration, mindset tips and tricks, or advice on how to be more productive, this podcast is for anyone who wants to get more out of life. And today's episode is all about self-love. Now, if you know me, then you know that I'm a big believer in avoiding toxic positivity, aka the idea that we should only be positive, always look on the bright side, and always try to be happy no matter what. While I believe that positivity is incredibly powerful and mindset matters more than you could possibly imagine, I also know that negative emotions are 100% valid. We can't and shouldn't deny them for many reasons that I don't think I could even begin to cover in less than 10 minutes. I say all of this because I want to start this episode with the caveat that I believe the same thing about self-love. Learning to love and accept yourself is ridiculously important, and that's something that's made a profound impact on my life. However, just in case no one has ever told you before, it's okay not to love yourself all the time. I have those days, and while they suck, they're also completely normal. But when it comes to self-love, there are two things that are important to keep in mind. First, self-love is a practice. That means it's ongoing and it takes work. And woo, does it take a lot of work sometimes. It's not one of those things that you can just be like, you know what, from now on, I'm going to love myself and voila, you're going to wake up the next morning, problem solved. You have to decide to engage in this practice regardless of how you feel because you know that it's worth it. And that's actually the second thing about self-love, that self-love requires intentionality. Think of self-love like your job. You probably have days where you don't really want to work, but you know that you're going to get something good out of it. Money. For me, self-love was the same way. Before I started practicing self-love, so many times I would have negative thoughts racing through my head. I hate my body. My skin looks terrible. I wish I could change my stomach. I'm stupid. I should be more successful, etc., etc. And half the time, I didn't even realize that I was thinking these things. I didn't recognize that one, my brain was being inundated with nothing but negative thoughts about myself. And two, I was in control of these thoughts. I actually remember the day that I decided to try something different. A few months ago, I was standing in my sports bra, looking in the mirror, staring at my stomach. Now, I've hated my midsection for as long as I can remember. It's not anything new. I'm sure plenty of other people hate their stomachs. But for me, it's something that has haunted me since I was in elementary school. In college, during the height of my eating disorder, I remember my body dysmorphia being so bad. Logic didn't work. And over the years, that didn't really go away. No matter how much my weight has fluctuated, I never saw my stomach differently because my brain simply didn't work when it came to that part of my body. And a few months ago, I was having these same thoughts of hating my body, of hating my appearance, and hating myself, not just about my appearance, but hating who I was and what I was doing and where I was going in my life. And I found myself wondering, what would happen if I tried the opposite? I'd literally spent more than 10 years hating myself, abusing myself, throwing insult after insult at my reflection, even periods of starving myself and destroying my body with excessive exercise. And that clearly wasn't working. If anything, it was only making me more miserable. So why wasn't I trying something different? Why was I continuing down the path that I already knew wasn't going to change anything, that I already knew would only cause me more pain? I confess, what I did next might sound ridiculous. I thought it was ridiculous at the time, and I definitely scoffed at myself afterward. But standing in front of my bathroom mirror, I wrapped my arms around my waist, and I said four words that I've literally never said before. I love you, belly. My husband saw it happen, and he knew better than most the struggles that I've gone through with my appearance, my self-worth, and my mental and physical health. He knew how much I hated myself and my stomach. 
I tried to laugh and call myself silly, but when I looked at him, it was clear he was not having it. But it was the first time that he'd seen me being nice to myself, he told me. And he said that that was wonderful to witness. And I don't know, can you just imagine that for a second? Even now, it's mind boggling to me. That was the first time in my life, the first time that I can ever remember saying something nice to a part of myself that I have spent the bulk of my life hating. I'll be honest with you, my thoughts on my stomach didn't change after that. I didn't miraculously look in the mirror and like what I saw, but I did decide to keep trying to be kind to myself. Every night before bed, I'd whisper, I love you to my stomach. Over time, it started to get easier. It stopped feeling like I was lying to myself, and I started appreciating my stomach for being an important part of my body, for helping me digest food, for giving me nourishment, for keeping me upright, for helping me perform as an athlete. Eventually, I even started stressing less as I recognized that this body part I'd hated for as long as I could remember had absolutely nothing to do with my value as a human being. And weirdly enough, choosing to engage in positive self-talk, learning to actively practice self-love, started to radiate into other parts of my life as well. I wasn't miraculously happy or in love with myself 24-7, but I started to realize the difference between me and my sad alter ego. And when this happened, I gave myself permission to have off days instead of berating myself for not being perfect. And I even started having these rare moments where I looked in the mirror and liked what I saw. Flaws and all. Truthfully, the patience that I discovered was probably the most transformative. I started treating my body like a friend instead of an enemy, and the relationship completely changed. When bad days happened, and they still do, I changed how I responded to them. I reminded myself that it was just a bad day, not a permanent state of being, and I learned to roll with it. Instead of scolding myself or hurling insults at my body, I tossed on a sweatshirt and stepped away from the mirror. I allowed myself the lack of confidence, and surprisingly, it started happening less often. I won't say that self-love has solved all of my problems, because it certainly hasn't, and it can't. No amount of positivity, self-love, or mindset shift can erase some of the mammoth problems that many of us will inevitably face in our lifetimes. But I am learning to be gentle with myself. I'm learning to be kind with myself, and I'm learning to accept things, good or bad, as they are instead of letting my feelings dictate my self-worth. And I don't know about you, but that is what matters most to me. Because here's the thing, this was just me learning to love my appearance. But for me, starting with my appearance and starting with this thing that had always been kind of like a weak point for me for my entire life helped me learn some valuable lessons about what it meant to actively practice self-love in all areas of my life. So here's my challenge for you. For the rest of this week, I want you to compliment yourself. And I don't want you to go for those standby compliments. Like, I know that when my friends would be like, hey, say something nice about yourself, I'd be like, well, I like my hair. When in actuality, my hair was never something that I saw as, I don't know, feeling self-conscious about. So I want you to go beyond that. I don't want you to go to those old fallbacks. I want you to dive into an area of vulnerability with yourself. I want you to take a look at something that maybe isn't your strong suit, something you do feel that you maybe have a questionable relationship with. And for the next week, I just want you to compliment yourself about that thing and start actively practicing self-love in how you're thinking about things, but also in how you're treating your body and how you're treating yourself. Be patient with yourself as you start approaching this like a practice. Self-love is like a muscle. And for many of us, that muscle is incredibly weak. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be incredibly strong. You don't have to be super confident 24-7. But you should acknowledge that self-love is something that does require work, that does require ongoing effort. It's not something that happens overnight. 
And it does require, like I said earlier, both practice and intentionality. If you want to dive into this topic more, I've actually started a weekly newsletter just for the Wildest Podcast. Instead of your typical email updates, this is just a tiny little newsletter filled with a few additional resources, videos, and recommendations on each week's topic. That way you can choose to dive in deeper to any subject that sparks your curiosity, or you can just save them in your inbox for later whenever you have the time because we're all about that convenience factor. If you want to sign up, head on over to janderlee.com wildest. It's completely free, zero spam, and it's the perfect little supplement to help you get more out of life and this podcast. I've got three or four articles and a YouTube video all on the topic of self-love waiting for you, and I can't wait for you to dive into the subject even more. Okay, my friends, now that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Wildest Podcast. And as usual, keep working, keep striving, but don't forget to take a break if you need one. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, and please take a few minutes to leave a review or a rating on iTunes. Your reviews mean so much to us, and they help us reach more people. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and you can join The Wildest community on Facebook to talk about all things personal development. You can find the links to connect with us below in the show notes. Thanks again for joining me, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Talk soon. What does perfect even mean? Is there even such a thing?